when you log on to coloradosportsguide.com, on the left-hand side of the page, there is a banner for Amazon Prime. If you click on that, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial for Amazon Prime. In it, you get free, and let me repeat this, free two-day shipping on anything that Amazon sells. Also, you get unlimited streaming of thousands of movies and TV shows, plus Kindle books to borrow or read with no due dates. And this is absolutely amazing. I signed up for it myself. I love it. The free two-day shipping is is one of the best things ever, especially if you get constant stuff, ordering stuff from Amazon. You know, if you're getting toilet ankle paper, socks. ankle socks, toilet paper, hipster glasses, hipster glasses, you know, guitar picks, you know, uh, yeah, all of that, you know. Superman you, shirts. Yeah, Superman shirts. If you get any of those, free two-day shipping is absolutely invaluable, saves you a ton of money. Be sure to log on to coloradosportsguys.com and click on the Amazon Prime banner. We love you. From CSG Studios, high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Jeff Morton, Ross Martin, and Nate Timmons. What's up, everybody out there entangled in the interwebs? We're here on a lovely Wednesday, a dark and cloudy, gloomy day, but it's bright in here in the CSG studios because I am joined, as always, by Ross Hipster's Glasses Martin. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Colorado Sports Guys podcast, where the West lives. Making his way all the way down here from Thornton, we also got Jeff Morton in the house. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. Hope you enjoy the show, indeed, because we have a lot to talk about. Because Ross made headlines of stuff. We got a top got five it. list of our top five most hated quarterbacks currently playing in the NFL. We're going to get into Jeff's little new segment, a little pop culture twist. It's officially called Jeff's segment. Jeff's segment. <laughs> and then they have a ni- nice ring to it. I, Jeff's segment. I, I like it, it. I call it the pop culture twist. It's kind of like the way. So that's not bad either. It's kind of like the way we named the podcast. We were like, what should we pick as the name? And somebody was like, Colorado Sports Guys. And we were like, that's the one. That's it. It was like a competition. First thing anybody says, we'll name it that. <laughs> yes. Ready? Go. Colorado Sports Guys. Boom. It's better than Colorado Sports Dudes. <laughs> that would be so that stupid. That was in second place. That would be so <laughs> stupid. I hope we would name it that, Jeff. Don't be ridiculous. To the CSD studio. Wait for your segment to talk. <laughs> CSD studios. CSD. Is that funny for some reason? Oh, that's amazing. It does sound kind of funny. CSD studios. <laughs> I like it. Well, boys, we got a nice uh, group of headlines. Let's get to those. Ross's favorite headlines. Already? Okay. Play crowd noise. Yeah. ESPN. That yours was better than mine. I was doing like wind. Through like a broken window in a car. This is what you call podcast gold. Headlines. ESPN.com on September 18th by Jeff Legwold. Jeff Legwold. Nate's buddy. Yeah, we went fishing together last week. You know, uh, Jeff Legwold, for some reason I thought he went to Sports Illustrated. 
I didn't do ESPN. But he did, yeah. That's what the headline's from. Oh, okay. I got that confused, but it's cool. I like seeing Jeff Legwold's name in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, uh, we were going to have him on, remember? <laughs> I do, yes, and, indeed. Uh, it wasn't his fault. It was, our, we just couldn't figure it out. He was very uh, gracious, but now that he's with ESPN, not so gracious. That ship has sailed. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Uh, injury hurts, but playbook remains. Hmm. So is he saying there's the remains of the playbook? Hmm. Hmm. I think what he's saying is they're not going to ask Chris Clark to throw the ball. They're going <laughs> to stick to the same playbook. See, I thought it was Winston Justice they were going to uh, put in there. I don't know who any of those people are. You don't? No. But who? Ryan Clady. You know him. I know who he is. I it, I didn't realize as I read this article that that Clady's really been with us for that long, but he has, and he hasn't really missed many games. Four years, five, six. I think it was two thousand and eight. So yeah, five long years. Time. Um, here's the thing: is this uh, is this devastating? Is this the worst injury possible that could have faced the Broncos? No, I mean number eighteen still standing. Is it the second worst injury? And also, does this injury mean eighteen's going down? And should we just pack it up and call it a season? No, I don't think so. I think Chris Clark is a capable backup. He's, he played the preseason. He got snaps with the first unit. He'll do fine. He's going to be okay. And then they get they signed Winston Justice today to back him up. He was. I guess a right tackle for most of his career with Philadelphia and then last year at the Colts. But uh, he can he can be the old uh, filler in case something else bad happens. The old filler. Well, the, the Broncos' actual offensive line depth is pretty terrible. I think their only backup line, offensive line was Chris Cooper, technically. And that's one of the reasons they signed Justice is because they're so thin at, you know, at offensive line. So, Based on his name alone, I like him a lot. Well, yeah. Reminds me of a superhero and like a British World War II era prime minister. Guy that smokes a lot of cigarettes or something too. Hello! My name is Winston Justice! (laughs) Would you like a drink? I feel like he smokes a lot of cigarettes too for some reason. Get a little raspier with that voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he's probably a good cigarette. Or maybe he smokes a pipe. Yeah. I feel like he smokes a pipe. Winston Justice. He he may or may not be a private detective in his uh, spare time, in the off season. Winston Justice, PD, or he wears PI. like a scarf, one of those fancy silk scarves Definitely. with like a smoking jacket. Definitely, maybe like a corduroy blazer. So basically, yeah. he's like Some, the David Niven. So yeah, yeah, you know, but fatter, but fatter, much fatter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought though immediately when you saw Clady go down last weekend, he, like that guy fell right on the back of his ankle, and when he walked off the field, I was like. I'm surprised he's walking because he looked like he just got crushed by a 300 pounder. Yeah. Then you find out, you know, he's done. And what it's like, did well, he do? Duh. Would he break a meta- metatarsal? It's a Lis Frank fib, fib, fibrillator. It's a Lis Frank. What's injury. that? Uh, it's a bone at the bottom of your foot, I believe. Ooh. And it's the same injury that Eric Decker had and Damaris Thomas had. Same one, huh? Saw, I saw Chad but Brown re- tweeting about how he had that same injury. It took him, like, months to heal. It takes a long time to heal. It's because there's so much walking and running involved, I bet. Yeah. But he's getting uh, surgery now, right? So, I mean, obviously, it's not going to heal on its own, and he's done. So I wonder if he could have played the rest of the season on his hands, like a handstand. 
Anybody think of that? I doubt it. He's pretty talented. That is true. But that would probably limit his, um, you know, mobility a little. He'd have longer legs to push off the defender, though. Yeah. See? He's got the leverage because his arms would be shorter. This is why I'm a thinker. He yeah. could almost, like, le- like leapfrog himself with the guy. So chop, it wouldn't be illegal to chop block because you're just grabbing him with your, you know, your hands. It would be kicking. Yeah. Kick him in the face. Hmm. Like, it. but yeah, that's. Well, I've done enough stalling because uh, I only have uh, <laughs> two two headlines. It is kind of sad, though. I mean, oh, good. Let's you, talk about this some more. I mean, you lose Clady. It's like that is. You know, we have that whole book written, right? The Blind Side, and you got this whole worry now that Peyton Manning's going to get crushed when he doesn't see it coming. He's going to have to be more aware, and he's going to have to make quick decisions, as he obviously does every time he throws a ball. You know, if we could figure out a way to get Sandra Bullock to give a little pep talk to the team on behalf of Winston Justice P.I., then I think we'd be okay. Yeah. Be like, hey, Winston, listen to me, buddy. Peyton Manning, think of, picture him as Sandra it's be Chris, Bullock. Chris Clark is going to be the guy. I like to talk about Winston Justice more. Because <laughs> he's got a better name. Chris Chris Clark sounds pretty good. Chris like Clark, Clark is pretty good. It's like Clark Kent. I mean, well, just wearing what? a shirt they for it right now. Have, Superman, baby. They both have kind of like superhero names. And that's who... Winston Chris, Justice and Chris Clark. Well, technically... The dynamic duo. Winston Justice Clark. Combine them. Oh, my God. Oh, man. And then you got you got Superman who's going to have to come in. I have just completely superhero. done a 180 here. I'm <laughs> glad Ryan Clady's done. <laughs> Clady, Clady, like know. how could it be bad? Like who would you rather have pr- protecting you, Ryan Clady, or Winston Justice and Chris Clark? I'll go with the latter two. About, Thank you very much. There was a little bit of a chest puffing involved. Yeah. What if you go with Winston Justice and Chris Clark? What if you combine them and call them Sir Winston Justice Clark? Ooh, so we're going the British angle. Sir Winston Justice Clark reporting for duty. <laughs> 007. Hello! <laughs> Sir Winston Justice Clark reporting for duty! Sounds you like know, an angered you know, lunch lady Jeff, in Britain. Jeff, I mean, I, I mean British lunch lady. You know, you can take the microphone and pull it away from I am you. standing over when, here. When so, you're yelling, you just yeah. go like this. You just go, Winston Justice! You know what I'm saying? It, Ross is good. Since you, you clearly... He was crying have, before the podcast. <laughs> my, ear, my eyes were watering. I was blasting music. All right. Noise. Next final headline. All right. So no Super Bowl Sorry, for Denver. Guys, I've been, Damn it. Yeah, you know. Uh, this one here. Arrow, from arrowheadpride.com. Blah. On oh, September 18th. What? By Joe Thorman. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I will have pride that on September 18th by Joe Thorman. There's a mouthful of caramels there. That's what he's doing. <laughs> caramels. The importance of 3-0 and for the Kansas City Chiefs. Blech. Blech. Can you believe this bull garbage? The chef. Chiefs. Mustard, it's not nearly as fun having the Broncos be 2-0 when the freaking Chiefs are also 2-0. That what do you mean? pisses me off. I hate it. It's not as fun, much fun. You don't like when the division's good and Denver's got to fight to no, remain supreme? No. I, w- I would prefer the Broncos to go undefeated and every other AFC West team go 0-18 or 16. 
Oh, and 18 would be some bad teams <laughs> yes, that year. Everyone's losing. That would be just like extra two losses piled on for just show. No, the reason why I bring it up and the reason why I make these comments is because I have noticed something about Kansas City Chiefs fans. Oh, okay. My aunt being one of them. And scumbag. Here is what defines a, a Kansas City Chiefs fan more so than the love of the Chiefs. What outweighs the love of the Chiefs for a Kansas City Chiefs fan is their hatred for the Broncos. Ooh. They they hate the Broncos more than they love their own team. Call that like the little brother syndrome? It's it's like that. It's like a Napoleon complex. It's a like a it's just it's it's a common trait for like dumb people, right? Even when the Chiefs were like at their best they were never Which as was good win. as the Broncos. Yeah. And that's got to you know, be a pretty Holmes tough era. pill to swallow. There's not a yeah. person alive. Well, technically, the uh, Chiefs hasn't, haven't been that good since the late 60s, early 70s. Did they Did they participate in the first <laughs> Super Bowl ever against Green they Bay? Did. They, they did. They did have those teams with Priest And then Priest they won Holmes Super Bowl four, I believe. They stole Joe Montana that won the 90s. They had Priest Holmes in like the 2000 era at some point. He was pretty good. Well, they were part of the one of the... Rich Greatest and most disappointing Bronco games I've ever seen. The 94 Monday night, mm-hmm. L.A., Montana. One of the, it's fantastically entertaining game, and it's so disappointing. But, yeah, that, that's the problem with the Was Chiefs. Was that game on cable? Because for some reason I don't remember it. <laughs> for some reason, though, I mean. It was before your time. <laughs> Chiefs are just never going to be as good as the Broncos, and their fans know that, and they know that in this modern era of football when we have more than, you know, these old linemen that used to weigh 185 pounds playing back when the Chiefs were good, that they're just never going to climb that mountain that I, is AFC supremacy. I agree, and I was I was hanging out uh, on ArrowheadPride.com, which is the SB Nation blog for the Chiefs, and uh, just an awful site. I scrolled down; it's pretty garbage. I mean, as far as writers are bad, they're doing crap. Writers. They're doing the best they can for what they have to work with. I mean, I, I do feel sorry for them because am I right? Know, yeah, I do feel sorry for them because you know they don't have much to deal with, and they're not good writers. So, bad I mean, uniforms. Oh, I yeah. I, uh, are you talking trash about Joel Thorman? <laughs> you ever come to Denver, Joel? <laughs> Leaving with two black eyes, buddy. <laughs> he probably lives in Denver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah like, that's like, like apparently every other blogger does. So it's a, yeah, we can't get a Denver Broncos blogger to live in this city, <laughs> but every other team. hands off, hands off on that. That is true. Most of the Mile High Report guys live out of state, except for what Captain Kirk. Well, Captain Kirk's not even on. He left. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. So Old I guess Old Captain Kirk. He gone. But with, but you know, good I got thing nothing we, against the Maha Report guys. I think they do live here now, though. But anyway, but I did want to say that when when I was looking, I was scrolling down, looking at the, some of the articles and checking out the comment section, and it wasn't like the intellectual conversation that goes on on DenverStiffs.com. You know what I'm saying? This was like very highbrow stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was like I've never seen actually people actually type in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, then somebody wrote OT, like off topic is what that means. Yes. Uh, we're familiar topic. with the blog and lingo. Said, actually, means said, donk fans make me ill or something like that. Donk fans make me ill. And uh, I was thinking about that. I, I think people think that when when people call the Broncos the donkeys, that that's like offensive or something. 
but we coined that freaking phrase. Denver donkeys. <laughs> yeah. Donkeys. We, our, we call them the donkeys. That's our own thing. That's our thing. Yeah. When you, you can't do the Not thing. Your that's thing. our that's word. A, yeah. <laughs> you can't use our thing when you're. <laughs> <laughs> It's our word. We call it, we like, call ourselves that. We call them the donkeys. No one else can call us that. It's the D word. That's like, ours. Well, I've noticed that too. I mean, even Raider fan who, you know, throughout the 80s and maybe even to the 90s were the most reprehensible, obnoxious people on the planet. Still, I still are. had. Still are. Now they're worse. I still had a, a special, special disdain for Chiefs fans. You know what sucks? Is the, the, the Chiefs fans call the Broncos the donks, right? The donkeys, okay? They're the chefs. <laughs> the chefs? <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, oh, the chefs. Oh, the Kansas City chefs. Well, you can't get oh, too... Burn. I'm going to make you a delicious meal. <laughs> Just we got you good, chefs fans. You could probably do worse. Not very good. But it's like you're getting into... Ethnic things, if you get too much worse with <laughs> well, the chiefs. Well, you know what? Chief Jesus, is like Jeff. a derogatory thing you say to somebody, you know, like, how about it, chief? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like. <laughs> You're called chief. <laughs> yeah, right? What do they, be so from, the chiefs, from Chicago the now? Chiefs on its own. Hey, what do you got, what do you got there, chief? <laughs> hey, yo, I said, uh, two Chicago dogs, chief, make it quick. Come on, chief. <laughs> Uh, with the, with the dill pickle spear, please. Okay, chief? That's what we call like Chicago dog. Yeah, don't put no jalapenos on there, okay? I'm from Chicago, chief. But, uh, but the chief, you know, the chefs. That's not a good, that's not very You know, I, wouldn't that come from that commercial? Like where the guy, old guy's painting the end zone? Yeah. And he misspells it? That's what it's from. Okay. You know, chefs. I was, this is a little. Is that a Snickers commercial or something? Great Google. Well, there, there was a uh, commercial, and I remember, you know, they talk about all the concussion stuff. No. And how, uh, <laughs> you guys heard about this? <laughs> I know. You guys heard about. I was like, hit on the head yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny how things have changed. I remember in the 90s, late 90s, there was a commercial that might have been for Snickers where the guy, the quarterback gets knocked out and he wakes up and he's like, I'm Batman. Do you oh, remember yeah. that commercial? That was a good commercial, yeah. And it was yeah. like making fun at somebody who just had a brain injury. And I remember that used to make my dad just laugh his ass off. And then one yeah. of my basketball games, I like jumped up and got undercut, landed on my head and was knocked yeah. out on the court. And the whole drive home from the game, my dad's like, hey, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, what's your name? Are you Batman? And like, he, like even my own dad is making fun of me because I was literally knocked unconscious. And uh, things have changed a little bit, I guess. Yeah. But uh, that might have also been a Snickers commercial or maybe. No, no. <laughs> but anyway. Delicious um, candy bar, by the way. That's good. Um, let's see. That's uh, all I got for headlines. Can we add some headlines? Yeah, to yeah please do. Okay. Please. Uh, we had a rough day, guys. A rough week. It's been we, busy. But uh, so yeah, please. Let's go to a quick one with uh, the hat you're wearing there. There's a certain Todd Helton <laughs> announcing that he may be retiring at the end of the season. I... Uh, here's the headline: Old man <laughs> sets a ride off into sunset by Nate Timmons just now. Old man announces he's retiring. Grab solo cup. <laughs> it was an igloo cup. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> Keep wanting to call it a solo cup. Old man going to that igloo, igloo cup, cup in the sky. Is he going to be remembered more for that or for the steroids he did back when he was what a Blake Street Bomber? What are you talking about? He never did steroids. That guy would mash the ball. He didn't do steroids. He just had a weird deteriorating Why? back injury? Everybody got caught who did steroids. He and he his... stopped doing them, and then all of a sudden, home runs went into the toilet. He, he, no. he, he, he hurt <laughs> no. his back. No. He, he hurt his... hit like 50 a year. He hurt, he hurt his back uh, doing... Lift, lifting, right? He did yeah. andro and stuff like that, creatine and, yeah. and ephedrine, stuff, but he never did anabolic steroids. As far as you know. <laughs> so Nate Timmons and Wayne Hagen agree. What's your axe to grind <laughs> with the Todd father here? I don't have any. I like you, Todd. Why are you slandering this great man? I think he should have kept doing the roids so he could have hit more home runs. Yeah, been he, awesome. He probably should have. No, he did have the, the, the it seemed like Debilitating injuries is what you'd almost say because of his power numbers hitting. It's like, the, yeah, when he got to thirty-eight, it just things didn't seem to. <laughs> or when he got to like <laughs> things 30. went all downhill when he turned thirty-seven yeah, years he, old. Uh, stopped hitting home runs. What about two well, two thousand four, two thousand five? Uh, something been, like that. It's been like eight years of Todd Helton like, is a fun. saint. <laughs> still, you guys need to be you guys need to be bashing. But I mean, he he kind of bounced a around. Damn. A hero. He bounced around the lineup. Wasn't he leadoff hitting for like a week or two, like a year or two years ago? Wasn't he the leadoff guy for like a week? Something crazy? I Have I lost it? Know. Andrew Martin, let us know. If you're <laughs> yeah. alive. No hey, Martin. Martin. Hey, Martin. <laughs> you listen to this. But, I mean, he, he he has bounced around the lineup from, you know, your, your power hitter to your five-hole to three-hitter. He's been all over the place. There's, He's been the consistent first years, baseman. but there's only nine slots on the, the batting lineup, okay? That, yeah. It'll happen. But I'm saying it's cool that he's kind of been around, but... Well, you're saying it's cool now, because a second ago I thought you were slandering him. Oh, I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the Rockies' history, we've, we've had two first basemen. We've had Galarraga and Helton. Sure, there's been guys that have you know stepped in and played it here and there. But Both those are fantastic. Except and, for day games following night games. Yeah, except <laughs> oh, for day games. Right? Yeah, that's true. And but you know, uh, Galarraga was one of my favorite Rockies players before Hilton came along, and then Hilton became one of my favorite. I mean, something about first base, but I don't think they have anyone to replace him right now. At least not not that I know of. Yeah, well, nobody cares about that part. <laughs> no one cares about what happens next. But I mean, that's ninety three. <laughs> only two guys in that spot. It's kind of special. You've you know, that's where they've had consistency on a franchise. It's been inconsistent. So it'll be interesting to see who they can plug in there next. I love that Todd Helton. Yeah. yeah. God damn, I love that guy. I had an offer last night from a buddy that uh, wanted me to go to the game with some other friends. He was like, hey, let's go see Todd Helton play as, you know, one of his last games at uh, Coors Field. Turn that down. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> you said, what am I, an idiot? <laughs> I've seen Helton play plenty. I <laughs> have as well. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's... I wanted to go last night. In fact, the reason why I'm recording tonight is because I was supposed to go last night. Oh, yeah. And the stupid Colorado sports wife got sick. Ooh. Well, so. Can't ever be too careful in most situations. I just had to get drunk at home and yell at her instead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hold the help, man. (laughs) It's like, I don't even have cable, so I can't even watch it. You guys think that, uh, like so many other franchises, like the Rockies with Bichette and Walt Weiss, does Todd Helton stay in Colorado? Does oh, he perhaps work for this question. team? Yes, absolutely. I think he's gonna like, yep. he'll probably take a year off and then he'll probably rejoin the he'll team. He'll be one of those, uh, vendors. Although it was very Jesus. interesting. This is to the me. next you're gonna hear from Todd Helton. Ice cold beer here! <laughs> <laughs> Got 
Jake's cold beer here. You know, it's funny. Uh, dippin' uh, Dots pretzels. <laughs> we have the coldest dippin' Dots here. Coldest. Um, By the way, they don't, they don't go through the stands and they hand out dippin' Dots. God, they should. I'd buy them If all. they did, they'd have to do it on a jetpack. <laughs> That's why they're the coldest dipping Dots routes. Um, well, because they're from the future. <laughs> Ice cream. Get myself is. a time machine, um, boy. Actually, you know, it's interesting. In Hel- Helton's uh, retirement press conference, he mentioned, uh, I believe, Rockies management, Jerry McMorris. He talked about how he was a father to him. Kind of in passing mentioned the Monforts and didn't mention Dan O'Dowd at all. <laughs> so you're going to nitpick Todd Helton's press conference? You're going to tear him apart for what he didn't say? Dude, I didn't no, I'm going to compliment him. It must have been on cable because I didn't see it. Did he manly cry? Like Did a, he yeah, cry? there was a lot. Did he manly cry? Yeah, there was because I've goddamn it never seen a man cry more manly than John Elway on that podium when day he retired. I had one. May, maybe my dad uh, at my grandpa's funeral was manly. That was the manliest cry I've ever seen. This was so Todd Helton. Did he pull some manly cries? There was there was some crying. You know, listen, crying is crying. Doesn't matter matter what kind of uh, yeah. There's 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 uh, blubbering. Whether it's Dick like Vermeil or John Elway, no it's Dick Vermeil. No 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 no. Dick Vermeil is not manly cry. Tom Coughlin, those guys don't manly crying. cry. There's no that. They're like, like, like Tom Coughlin. He has never. He doesn't even own tear ducts. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Coughlin always looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dick Vermeil like. Snot comes out of his nose when he cries. John Elway <laughs> doesn't blow snot bubbles when he cries. Okay, no. real men can cry, but you can manly cry. What is this salty <laughs> discharge? No, real men salty, know what it's about. Salty, yeah, real men. It's Jerry Seinfeld for you guys out there. All right, uh, next headline that Nate's gonna pull out of thin air: Browns trade Trent Richardson to Colts for first Who's round that? pick. Who? Plus. Who? Former Bronco Willis McGahee going to now work out for the Cleveland Browns. Didn't nah, Willis McGahee nah. just work out for the Giants? He did. They called him. He did not work out for them, though. Oh. But there was a phone call. Uh, yeah. Hey, Trent Willis, Richardson. Not, don't work out. <laughs> now, hey, is... what's up? Willis, you feeling good? Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't need you here. See ya. <laughs> did Trent Richardson pull some, some shit like he wants to get out of there? That has to be what happened. Yeah, he was the third pick in the 2012 draft as Jeff... Uh, Enlightened me before we started recording. I mean, that's what you, Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin, and then Trent Richardson. Yep. And you're giving up on the guy after a, a year and two games. They're not giving up on him. He's giving up on them. Yeah. It's not the first time somebody has clamored to not play for Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Right. That has to be what it is. It's either that or he's got some, some problems. <laughs> 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 Immediately, LeBron. LeBron. That's, that's, that's the burning of jerseys, and you're right. <laughs> Ouch. Um, no, Trent Richardson knows what's up. I'm sure that's what happened. And they said, you know what? This guy's probably going to hold out at the end of the season. Our team isn't looking that great. No. <laughs> They're so not. that's what they did. They they sold high, maybe. Well, yeah, they might have sold high. I mean, you don't see a lot of first-round picks getting traded in the NFL unless you're not after the second week of the season. Unless you're the Falcons and you're you know trading up on draft day for Julio Jones. This has to be a tank trade. It has to be because there's. I mean, this team. It's all I guarantee you, anyway. it's all Trent Richardson. When we all hear the background on this, we're going to find out. Trent Richardson was like, "I got to get out of here." It, it could be, but they've decimated. He was one of the only talented people on that team. So you're going to get most likely. Well, Josh Gordon's coming back, the receiver. You know, so, but yeah, they have so many problems. Quarterback, Brandon Whedon's hurt. You know, his thumb's messed up or finger or something. They got problems. Defense is pretty good, though. I mean, they had a pretty good defense. 
you just have to wonder now. So they're trading back. We were saying the Colts probably be nine and seven, ten and six, maybe eleven and five this right year. There, yeah. So you're gonna get you know a, a mid to late first round pick, which still is a first round pick in the NFL. Maybe Cleveland packages that pick plus their own for the top pick if they is, can't is, get it. Is it T.Y. Hilton that plays for the Colts? Yes. Now here's the, my problem because I got T.Y. Hilton and Trent Richardson. T.Y. Hilton's fancy, a receiver, right? Yeah, on my okay. fantasy football team. Gotcha. And I like to keep, you know, offensive. Like, I don't like to have two guys from the same team on my offensive team. What do I do now? I drafted a bunch of Jaguars, so that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my other league, I got Steven Jackson Nate, and, Nate. and freaking Maurice Jones, Jones Drew. Uh, I want to kill that guy. I want to yeah. kill yeah, him. I have Jones Drew too. Two leagues. I want to drive to Jacksonville and try to strangle his incredibly thick neck. Who Nitten. was the guy who was like tweeting out like, oh, I used to like fantasy football till I got all the death threats on Twitter. Some, some like uh, running back tweeted out stuff because he was getting hate mail. Or hate oh. tweets. Was it like last year that happened? No, it happened last really? week. Really? I don't know who it was, but it's like, yeah. I Probably do. all the ones I've sent I, out for Morris. <laughs> <laughs> and Maurice Jones Drew. Yeah. Because like, Maurice Jones Drew hate now him. hates. Alfred Morris and Maurice Jones. Yeah. He's making his way. But you know what? What league was it that you picked all those Jacksonville players? Was it the Hangover? Pretty league? much all of them. I mean, I mean <laughs> <laughs> was it the like Maurice Jones? Was it, Drew, the, was it the league Shorts, for yeah. Gabbert? The league for one bl- does for, well. It was it. the league for black tar heroin addicts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, messed up big time on that one. But whatever, uh, Trent Richardson. But that's great for the Colts. I mean, they get. They had Ahmad Bradshaw. They lost, was it Shane Vereen? Was that the guy's name? I thought it was Ben Vereen. <laughs> ben, you know who, I've heard Ben Vereen. Is he a singer? Yeah. Is he a is crooner? He good? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> like a, a old black. Crooner. The Colts lost their starting like back. It was, uh, it was Vic Ballard. He was, in the, he was in the movie Roots. Doesn't sound black to me. Chicken George. <laughs> but the Colts lost Vic Ballard. They have Ahmad Bradshaw. Now they bring in Trent Richardson. Great young core. Richardson's a freaking steamroller. He's built out yeah, of see, steel. What are you going to do with your boy Bradshaw there? Cry for his... <laughs> it's pronounced Bradshaw. <laughs> Bradshaw. Ahmad Bradshaw. Ahmad Bradshaw. Come on. Um, yeah, that's... Bradshaw. This is... Was it? Ahmad Bradshaw. This trade was shocking. Bradshaw. Bradshaw. B-R-A-D-Shaw. Yeah. Let's not start that shit again. Alright, Nate, Twimmons. Oh, <laughs> Twimmons. Twimmons, you brought up this whole, uh, headline. But you guys got more headlines? I do, well, I, I have one too. Well, hold okay. on, I got, to add to this though, here's what I was thinking when I found out that Clady got injured, you know, and I'm like, oh man, this sucks. Why not move a guy that hasn't played for two weeks that you could maybe get a left tackle for on the right team? Champ Bailey. Trade Champ Does Bailey? Does he have any trade value? Probably not for a left tackle. <laughs> well, what, what, okay, how long like, is Champ gonna that be would out? Be, he might play next week. I don't know. But that would be the move, right? I mean, God, you don't need him. Have the, has the Broncos defense shown that they desperately need Champ Bailey back? No, but it's a great guy to have coming back. I mean. Ugh, why? He's slow. He gets burned in the playoffs. He doesn't get Chuck burned Bailey? in the playoffs. He got burned in the playoffs like twice. once. Or okay, twice. That happens when you run a high-risk reward type of defensive scheme. That can happen in playoffs this year? But we can have 40 points on the <laughs> board. You, you, and keep in mind, the defense have been, has been scoring touchdowns or almost scoring you know, Nate, you forget that Ross was at that game. He was looking at those those plays with Champ through right. icicles on his, <laughs> <laughs> on his eyelids. But they were acting like I was, man, I was manly crying. I was manly crying frozen tears. <laughs> 
Actually, that was not manly cry. That was little girl cry. Because there were frozen snot bubbles. Go you want to go get a premier left tackle, though. I, I think I said it's not fair. Like, I screamed it's not fair at the top of my lungs 10 to 15 times. Could you trade Von Miller and get a premium left tackle? Yes, probably. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Would you need to do something that drastic? Although left tackle is one of the premium slots on, on any NFL team. So, I mean, you're going to have to give up a lot. And even probably more than Von Miller. Can we get, yeah. uh, be crazy. That, that rushed through my head. That was the emergency thoughts I had was, oh my God, panic. Like, this is what I would do if I was running a team. I'd immediately trade. <laughs> one of trade, my franchise. trade Peyton Manning. <laughs> two of them. Can we trade Peyton and, and get Orton or back? Get Orton <laughs> like, back, damn it. Oh God. Oh like, God. Like, so Nate, you went into this trying to make a deal for a left tackle. You wound up getting rid of Peyton Manning and you brought back Kyle Orton. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> A lot of whiskey, a lot of panic. <laughs> I, I, a lot of, I may have overreacted. There was a lot of manly tears. A lot of manly tears. Is, if there is a way we could possibly trade Eric Dicker, Decker for anybody, <laughs> I'd be supportive of that. I'd be up for training Eric Decker. You'd be lucky Eric to get like Dicker. a six-round pick for Decker. Oh, Eric Decker. Although he, He's one know, of the guys I hate. I actually had no Broncos on my fantasy team for the first time ever because I had to bench Decker. I didn't regret it. He played well. Or last week. No, we didn't. He had two Touchdown. drops and then he, he had a, a catch or something. He had like nine, nine catches. catches, like eighty yards of a TD, did something really? like that. No, he didn't have a TD, but he had. Like, he did not have catches. a touchdown. I swear he had a touchdown. Mm, no, that was Welker. You're confusing him with the other white guy. You can only compare. <laughs> they all look the same like, to me. <laughs> you can only pair, compare white receivers to other white receivers. Right. That is true. That is true. That's right. You can compare him to John Stockton, too, in a weird way. Kind of want to look that up. That's right? <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, is Derek Decker the new John Stockton? <laughs> Do you guys have any? I did. What were your thoughts on the Broncos game or headlines? I guess I do have a headline. Let's do that. Well, we oh, okay. Broncos game. Huh. Yeah, is this going to be a damn avalanche headline? No, joke? it's not. Wait, why would me of all people do an avalanche headline? Do you follow DSN Adam on Twitter, and he tweets a lot of av stuff. <laughs> if I got my news from that source, I'm a terrible, terrible person. Um, Ooh, no, we we're going to talk about geez. what happened. Not from Adam. I mean Twitter. <laughs> God. Oh God! It's like poor Adam Kitty. I not know. Adam. I like Adam. Um, we're going to talk about from sportsillustrated.com today, an article talking about Chris Anderson being basically name cleared in that unpleasantness that happened a couple of years ago in, uh, what was it, uh, Larkspur, where they seized a bunch of his uh, computers at his house. A bunch? I mean, by the way, my dad is calling me right now, and I just was like, <gasps> you heard me talking about the manly crying. I'm like, oh, wait. It's a podcast. Answer and be like, I'm Batman. I'll call you later, Dad. <laughs> Get off my back. <laughs> so anyway, Birdman is Birdman's name is now cleared. He wasn't involved. He was part of some weird scheme with some Canadian woman. But I mean, is Birdman's name ever going to be cleared? No. People are going to be like, that Oh yeah, Chris Anderson, smoking pedophile. Yeah, that was that pedophile guy, right? <laughs> no, he was exonerated. Uh well, he's still probably <laughs> It's those tattoos, man. I mean, those people, tattoos. He shouldn't have put himself in the position to even be attached to a scandal like that. It says a lot about the guy's uh, fortitude and personality. That's a <laughs> yeah. very similar argument that uh, Matt Moore was making on Twitter today. About Chris Anderson? About Chris Anderson. But, I mean, that's what he's going to be. Once you get that label, it's not coming off. I mean, that's just, Von Miller, same thing with the pot and the driving. That's going to follow him around for years now. Doesn't Chris Anderson uh, have a championship ring? He does. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't so care. So he can <laughs> laugh his ass all the way to the I was going to say, there's a man who fell into it. He's getting paid like $5 million it. from the Nuggets. 
He got, he's guy fell fell into it at the end of his time in Denver, kind of, so to speak, and came out smelling like a rose. I mean, that's just. I mean, you can't have a better outcome than what's what's happened with Chris Anderson. He wins a title with LeBron. You get amnesty. The Nuggets owe you nine million dollars yeah. to walk away. He does that. Yeah. Then then he goes to Miami, gets paid on top of that because he cleared waivers. Mm-hmm. So he makes more than nine million. He's making like ten million because he made like a mill last year. Wins a ring. Now he's teammate what, with LeBron. Not only wins the partying ring, partying in South Beach. Well, not only wins, wins a ring was a big part of that team off the bench, and it's like he might be the reason they won a ring. That's you know you could make an argument, and and just not, did. You know, not the reason, <laughs> of course. LeBron was the reason, but I mean he was a contributing, very contributing part. But it's anyway good for Chris Anderson to be not having that. Thing happening. <laughs> yeah, so the Broncos won a game this weekend, 41 to 23. Yeah. It was great. Was not anybody, much really to talk about. Was anyone ever worried they at any point? Are who we thought they were, <laughs> which is dominant. Um, I they didn't see. Just damn great, didn't they? I saw Susie Wargin tweet out that Trendon Holiday now has five punt returns for touchdowns, and he's three away from Rick Upchurch's record with the Broncos. Whoa. That's pretty sweet. Wow. Trendon Holiday. You know how much I love him. I love that guy. It, it's so great to see. And it's a good, it's one of the good things about the team is when your special teams is making plays and scoring, I mean, that shows you how good the rest of the team is because those guys are all borderline defense, offensive players, right? I mean, Shades of Darian Gordon? Yeah, whoever that guy is. The awesome partner turner from the Super Bowl teams that take them back frequently on that, punts. Were those on? Were those on uh, cable? Uh yeah, those games are on cable. I, think I missed those Super okay. Bowls. All right, yeah. Ross missed the '90s if they were on cable. <laughs> I mean, that was the thing. That's what you need is a no repeats of Friends for me. As a dominant team, you need that you know that Matt Prater that can get you a 57 yard field goal in a pinch. You need a guy like Trenton Holiday that can take all the pressure off an offense that doesn't need the pressure to be taken off, you know? Just those special kind of plays, those freak plays, like, you know, interception return for touchdowns, fumbles return for touchdowns, all that kind of stuff. If you look at a Super Bowl teams, they had that throughout the season. I and, think that's my big belief. Did you uh, see belief. Peyton Manning when Trendon Holiday ran that punt He's back? Like, he was pissed. <laughs> he was. He wanted to go play. He wanted to go throw more touchdowns. I mean, I when they, they he like kind of clapped his hands and like looked like it was like yes. But I think really he was like shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I really think he wanted to get out there and play yeah. because uh, you know it was like oh I guess it's good. <laughs> but he was pissed because he wanted to go out there and play. And that's, he's looking at the record books himself. You know, he's a stat patter. He's fantastic. <laughs> Jeff Jeff points it out. The stat patters. Big man in one of them. <laughs> And them and the Andre like Iguodala at the end of last season. That sounds like a negative uh, thing. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got a headline. Can't I'm, I'm glad because it's your segment. <laughs> Denverstiffs.com. I thought we were transitioning into by uh, one Jeffrey Morton. Headline, I am an NBA fan. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. an annual column. And then he goes on an 11-paragraph essay about why he's an NBA fan, as if he needs to defend it. And throughout the whole article, you're talking about how you don't need to defend it. <laughs> and even though you wouldn't have to write the article if you didn't, and you just can't not, like, poke, jab a little bit at NFL fans. <laughs> what is your deal, Jeff? That's my Jeff's question. annual column, man. This Come is on. what I do. I, 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 I like... I like, and it uh, starts out like saying, 
There's no other sport in the world that needs more justification than than the NBA. When all right, okay, there's also professional wrestling and there's NASCAR and there's hockey. There's, I, I, but I believe, would say I NBA. Believe I, I would say NBA is like fifth or sixth on the list. I believe I clarified in their major professional sport. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's 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 true. It's like the, the people are like, oh, you like the NBA? Like Ross, I'm channeling Ross here. You like the NBA? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it kind of sound like Ross. That was crazy. <laughs> Best impression. I don't have cable. I can't watch the games. <laughs> I can't watch the games. You can watch the Knickerbockers on Saturday afternoon, NBC or whatever. Um, I didn't. At least I didn't end it with a question mark. That's all. <laughs> you should have. Am I a fan of the, the NBA? NBA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, not surprisingly, everybody was just loving this article as you're preaching to the choir there. Of course, um, <laughs> you don't have to like. You don't have to be a fan of the NBA at the expense of all other sports. That's the point I was making. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, it was a great article. <laughs> Speaking of the, another uh, gem another by gem old Jeffrey Morton. Morton. Speaking of the NFL, there we got Raiders Week upon us, my friends. And I'm going to be at this game. Nice. I have pre-called in sick for Tuesday afterwards because I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> You'll pre-call it. <laughs> so, Which means, so when we see you Tuesday, so we can be recording uh, like by 11 a.m. Tuesday if you guys want to get it done early. I like that. Um, I won't remember anything about the game or have any idea what happened except for who won. But I can already tell you it's going to be the Broncos. Spoiler alert for our gamblers on a storm later. Just don't wake up in a Terrell Pryor jersey and we'll be okay. Yeah, that's true. Terrell Pryor. Hmm. Everybody loves that guy. Now. <laughs> <laughs> He's a quarterback of the Raiders. Roster. So this rivalry is just. It's not what it used to be. You know, it's because it the Raiders suck. It's it is what it used to be. I hate the Raiders. I want to. I just want to see the Broncos beat them like forty-two to ten would be nice. Uh, I see no reason why the Broncos don't score fifty plus. Finally, they need to get. They're averaging forty-four and a half points. Yeah, or forty-five points a game. Yeah, forty-nine and forty-one. Forty-five ish. So mass pretty awesome. <laughs> Sweet temptress. Uh, but yeah, like Jeff just said, it's not that big of a rivalry game anymore. It's not right now, but it's still the Raiders, and you want to just crush them. You know, you don't want to give them any, because when they're bad, you want to crush them. And when they're good, you want to beat them. You and know? for some reason, no matter what happens, the AFC West, I don't think, is turning out to be as bad as everybody thought they were going to be. Mm, San Diego proved <laughs> Three that. Three good teams, yeah, and the Raiders are competent. I mean, that's... <laughs> God be the word. They're, they're better than the Jaguars. <laughs> they are better <laughs> than the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it, it's funny how you're, you're talking about the AFC West. I think we were probably all shocked at the at the Chargers beating the Phillies, going from the West Coast the to, to yeah, play a little baseball. They, they beat the Phillies. <laughs> they also beat the Raisins the week before. <laughs> um, they uh, no, they go beat the Eagles. In Philly, so going from the West Coast to East Coast after that demoralizing game against the Texans, and they managed to beat them. I was shocked. You could have knocked me over with a feather. So Maybe either we overrated the Eagles or we underrated the Chargers. Are you I saying think, that this might be think, a game that the Raiders could come in and win? Is that what you're trying to get at here? Are they going from the West Coast to the East Coast, Nathan? Pretty close. <laughs> There's no chance. There's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance. Remember those? I don't even want to entertain the thought. <laughs> Haven't the Raiders come into Denver like 
once or twice in the past three or four years and like giving the Broncos a pretty resounding Seems ball. like it. It seems like it. That's like all my twice under McDaniels, right? Yeah, something. So I mean, it's it's payback time. You know, I want to well, see Peyton Manning throw at least twelve touchdowns this game. Twelve. I think that would be great. My fantasy team might have a chance that yeah, way. I think. We're, Do you have Manning as your uh, quarterback in your fantasy? One league. Yeah. One but yeah, I mean, it would be it'd be sweet to see Manning just you know have a good game. I want to see. I really want to see Noshawn Moreno follow up on what he did last week. That was he a good looked, performance. Yeah. He was pretty good. Offensive line obviously looked great. Orlando Franklin's a great run blocker. I think they found the key for the Broncos running game because clearly up the middle is not working. But that <laughs> toss sweep around the on the right side of the offensive line. Scored two touchdowns. That's where you have what Vasquez and Orlando Franklin. Mm-hmm. So those guys look pretty good. Is I guess the only thing I was seeing out there with Clady being out is they might have to run more of a blocking tight end in there with uh, was it Virgil Green eighty five might have to play a little more than Julius Thomas, but I don't I don't think so. I don't think you need just go full bore with the Raiders. I don't think you need to change stuff up that much with Chris Clark being in there. Yeah. Or Winston Justice. Or Winston or Justice. Winston Justice, P.I. God. The think dynamic those duo. <laughs> those guys make a hell of a cop buddy movie. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> tell you. They <laughs> just got such a natural rapport with each other, you know? Yeah. They do. It's like one of them knows what the other is going to say before he says it. I love those <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, those guys. One's kind of surly. You know, the other's more like by the book. It's yeah. like Jake yeah. and the Fat Man. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Well, you guys want to take a short one? Come back to it. Or the top. Fat Man and the Fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> Fat man and the fatter man. <laughs> that guy and the other guy. Uh, yes. Get that guy and then you get that guy. You guys want to take a short one, come back to the top five most hated current NFL quarterbacks. How about it? Sounds good. All right, let's take a short one. Well, and we're back. <laughs> Let's get into a little uh, top five list here. We're going to go with the top five most hated NFL quarterbacks. The only stipulation, they had to be playing in the league today. Jeff, I'm sorry that's going to eliminate half the guys you want to put on this list. Damn. But we're going to trudge through it anyway. Who wants to kick this thing off? I'm I'll start. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind my list. Go ahead, Jeff. Who you got? Number five. Number five, three is... Ben Roethlisberger. Ah, yeah. I, there's just so many w- reasons to dislike Ben Roethlisberger. Scumbag. So many. You know, and and he's a <laughs> he is definitely a reprehensible human being, but he is also one of those guys on the field where you just look at him and think, if I was there. I would want to be a 400-pound lineman pancaking him to the ground and watching him cry like a little girl <laughs> while I look down on him. <laughs> well, Gino Atkins style. And what's up with him and all the accessories he wears? Like, he looks like he's wearing six or seven bulletproof vests and his face way too big for his helmet, which I saw Monday night. Yeah, that's true. He does have an enormous face. <laughs> big face. <laughs> he's going to big face Ben. Yeah. He should not big Ben. Yeah, so number five for me, Ben Roethlisberger. I don't hate Ben Roethlisberger. Really? What? I don't. Get I have out. nothing against Ben Roethlisberger. Get out. I think the guy is actually kind of badass. Oh, my God. He 
you, you, we've all seen him playing with basically one good leg and like broken ribs. And he's, he's got moxie, man. Like, so I don't, I don't hate Ben Roethlisberger. Usually it takes six he's, or seven guys to bring him down. Yeah. He's not a prima donna. He's not a smart man by any means. Just a motorcycle riding, <laughs> woman raping son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of a dumbo, right? He doesn't know much about boundaries and things. And maybe some girls have regretted some of the things they've done and sizzler bathrooms or whatever. Yep. But, uh, I got nothing against Roethlisberger. <laughs> Well, let's find out who you have something against, Ross. What's your number five? I got, I got a lot of guys here. So, all right, here we go. Number, uh, five for me is Drew Brees. Oh. I oh. hate this stupid, you, you know, I hate him the most. I'm going to give you a good reason. Cause he what? opened up a bunch of Jimmy John's in New Orleans. One right down the street from a very famous po'boy restaurant. Right, okay. Those, are, add, those are true stories. My list. You're going to open up Jimmy John's in New Orleans, a city known for food? Drew Brees, get out of here. Yeah, Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah. But more that pisses me off is your <laughs> stupid pregame chant. That stupid thing he does when he's yelling and all of the everybody's surrounding him. And, yeah. You know, and it just it makes me cringe. And and I, I just I, – I hate the Saints. I hate and, – and I, and I picture Drew Brees as the uh, – the leader of that, even though it's probably more like Sean Payton, but I don't like their attitude. I don't like their style of play. I don't like Drew Brees. I hate him now more than I hated him when he was with the Chargers. I hate Drew Brees. <laughs> and that pregame chant makes me cringe. It just—it's like everything I hate about like life. I don't know. <laughs> it pisses me off. Damn you, life! I hate it. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Drew Brees. I never have. I just I, he's a good quarterback. Yeah. I was really hoping the Broncos are going to sign him when he was a free. Well, that would have changed things. <laughs> after Romanowski, he wouldn't be doing his... that stupid chant in Denver. I guarantee you that much. Yeah, I think it was Romo that busted up his shoulder on the last game of the season. No, that was John Lynch. And we don't want, John Lynch. I and know. we don't want any six foot nothing quarterback <laughs> with their stupid scar on his face. Yeah, it is true. Like scumbag. All right, my number five. Breeze. I was going through the list of NFL QBs, and I was trying to find guys that I just loathed. And I, I got my list is pretty low hanging fruit, but I feel like they all make the list for a reason, you know. <laughs> my number five though has got to be Tom Brady. I can't stand Tom Brady, and the biggest problem I have with him is that the back of his helmet sits up really high, <laughs> and you can see a lot of his the back of his hair that comes out. <laughs> for some reason, I'm like. That's not a normal helmet. Like, where's the rest of his helmet? Like, something as bad is going to happen to the back of his neck. Get a haircut, you deafy! <laughs> yeah, and that bothers me. But there's some, I mean, that's just one thing in a in a whole list of things I dislike about Tom Brady. Another one being that he uh, routinely kicks Denver's ass when they play, which... Uh, didn't you know, used to be that way. It didn't used to be that way, but it's been that way recently. I don't much care for Tom Brady either. I will say this. If you're talking about, like, the spectrum... The continuum of, of of quarterback toughness, you you will have Ben Roethlisberger far to the right of tough, and you'll have Tom Brady on the complete and opposite <laughs> other side. That's true. He's not a tough quarterback. He's you know he's good, fine, but I, I don't like him that much. And I don't what, hate him as much as you. But another uh, thing I put on my list or a, a prerequisite for this was if he came to the Broncos, would I have trouble cheering for him? 
I never had that with Peyton for some reason. Like when Peyton was with the Colts, I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind having him on our team. This guy's awesome. Tom Brady, I don't know if he came to Denver, I'd be like, ugh, at this point. Didn't we beat Brady? Didn't Plummer beat Brady in the playoffs? Yes, he did. Yeah, it was a good that one year. Good playoff that was game. A great game. I think Champ Bailey. Beat I almost them got. On that. I almost got beat up by. Uh, a semi-pro hockey player from Boston that night because I kept yelling into his semi-pro? ear. Semi-pro? <laughs> yeah, he was like a semi-pro hockey player. I just asked him to see his paycheck from that. <laughs> I kept like, yelling. I kept <laughs> yelling, chowder, chowder, chowder. I just kept yelling that. Did you him nominate him for the Merit of Medal of Merit? took off his <laughs> – Yeah. I was like, I want to nominate Tom Brady for the Medal of Merit. <laughs> Tom Brady – Junior the third. Um, <laughs> and then he took off his Brady jersey and was like, well, we could go out and fight right now. And I was like, ah, oh, I was just, just totally kidding. <laughs> Please don't. I do not want to fight. Don't, I don't, don't even want to fight, fight an amateur hockey player, let alone a semi-pro. <laughs> I don't want to fight one of those midget hockey players <laughs> with them little squirts. Who wants to fight Chris Drury? <laughs> but, uh, uh. yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, he can suck it too. I don't care. Yeah, screw you, Brady. All right, folks. You didn't hit fast forward. It's just how the list goes. Jeff Morton, who you got? Number two. My number two is Aaron Rodgers. I want to discount double check him under the frozen tundra. Jeez. Man, I like me some Aaron Rodgers. He is a... He is like... He channels Brett Favre in the wrong way. That pompous, arrogant crap that you had to put up with from Brett Favre has been morphed into Aaron Rodgers. And I cannot stand the guy. The look on his face pisses me off. <laughs> I want him to stop breathing every time I look at him. Wow. And <laughs> if I ever see him on the street, <laughs> I will likely not ta- not speak to him. Okay. The way you were going there, I was like, "That'll be about the rudest thing you can do." I need to. I am not talking to you, Aaron Rodgers. No, I can't stand. I'm going to welcome you to our fair mile high city. I can't stand him because he's so smug. In fact, (laughs) this smugness bothers me with him, and I, and it's like, God, there's so many other players who are I respect more than you. Yeah, you're a good quarterback, but eh. I got no beef with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well. Yeah, you, I, you, I, I a lot of my uh, hatred towards teams, like I don't, I don't hate, uh, I I don't hate the Packers because we beat them in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So like, I'm okay with Aaron Rodgers. You know, Forty ers is another freaking story. So you don't hate the Falcons because we beat? Them. I don't hate the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about Matt Ryan, but can't hate Matt Ryan. <laughs> he looks like uh, he looks like fake. He looks like Max Headroom. You guys remember that guy? <laughs> No. Talking about me with the dated references. <laughs> remember Max. Was that his name Headroom? Max yes. Headroom? I remember Just Max Just like Power. a fake, weird, creepy smile. Was the head he in the, like, head in Matt the Ryan looks box. like a corpse. Oh, the famous, yeah. Doesn't he look like a corpse? <laughs> he does, yeah. He's translucent. <laughs> he's he's creepy, man. <laughs> he's really creepy. Oh, that's pretty good. Aaron Rodgers. All right, Ross, who you got? Number two. <sighs> I'm going to catch some heat for this. Oh, boy. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. Why would you catch not, him for that? Why would you catch because him one of the reasons why I don't like him is because of those those tattoos are just. Oh, that's a terrible reason not to like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like people with tattoos. Old conservative Ross. <laughs> those tattoos are, and he's got he's like a 
He looks like a villain. He looks like a bad guy from a Bond movie. Old what's-his-race. And you know what really – you know, I didn't know if I was going to talk about Colin Kaepernick tonight. But really, really pissed me off. And I'm not even a fan of the Niners. But that whole thing with Russell Wilson that they did for Madden where he was shaving his eyebrow – after the game, right? Did you guys see this? No. Colin Kaepernick shaved his eyebrow. I don't know. Did the Niners play the Seahawks last yes, week? They did. Yeah. And the Seahawks won. And there Quite was handily. some sort of a, yeah, and they only scored three points. And there was some sort of a bet between Russell, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. <laughs> and Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> and Colin Kaepernick. And whoever won had to shave an eyebrow. And there's Colin Kaepernick standing and, and I think this was a promo for, Madden football, right? And they're doing this whole thing in Madden football where big guys play each other and, and some of the commercials are funny. But this one pissed me off because it's like, you know what? You're shaving your eyebrow, you know, on, for a commercial after you just got your ass kicked and you're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. That pissed me off and it made me, it solidified my hatred for the guy. Yeah. I think he's overrated and I hate those freaking tattoos. The only thing that bothers me about the only thing I, know I don't care if they're Bible verses, okay? <laughs> the only thing I it's know. been explained to me many times that this is faith and that I'm being an anti-Christianite. <laughs> you anti-Christianite, you? <laughs> you anti-Christianite? I'm going to call you out in front of the masses. <laughs> um, but no, I hate him. I think it's stupid looking. I think he's the only dumb. thing I know about him is that my dad calls him Colin Humperdink. Humperdink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Humperdink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Kaepernick. I would just wonder with him if he's like, you know, is he legitimately good or is he like last week against Seattle bad, you know? And he just, is he going to be a consistent guy or is he going to be this flash in the pan or up and down roller coaster? And, you know, I guess I'll figure that out, but dangerous move. Screw that guy. I hate him. Nah. I hate the Niners. I hate the Niners. Ugh. I hate him. All right, my number two. Ugh. He's a little brother around these parts. Eli Manning. Gonna make my number two. I can't stand Eli. Oh, you hate Eli. He always has a stupid look on his face. It's just the way his face looks. But in his helmet, he has like a dumb furrowed brow. And this guy too, looks like he's wearing an oversized helmet. It does. It the does. front of his helmet looks so he gigantic. looks like a kid in his dad's clothes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Something. It's like, dude, that helmet does not fit you. Like, get a smaller one. And then you wonder, like, you know, John Kitna had that same problem. And it seemed like maybe it was only a problem in Cincinnati. And then he went to Dallas, and it was like, wow, this is really bad now. Did Kitten ever play for Seattle? Yes, yes he, did. he did. He started his career there. Isn't yeah. He? Back in the old AFC West. I can't stand Eli. It seems like you know he's this Super Bowl-winning quarterback, and it's like the only reason he won that Super Bowl is because David Tyree made the helmet catch. You know, that Otherwise, we wouldn't remember him that much. Sweet. Yeah. That, that was awesome. That you know, was a great play, and he got away from over- the rush. Yeah, and that was overcoming Eli's horrible pass. But I don't know. He's always kind of made me mad. So when the Broncos steamrolled the Giants last weekend, I was happy. That was awesome. Yeah. It was a good game. Uh, they, they another slow start for the Giants. You just can't help but think they're going to be involved or in it later in the season. Yeah, probably. You just can't <laughs> help it. Their defensive, know. like their D-line is going to come alive, and that's going to just dominate games for them. They did look like I mean we made them look and he looked like a like like crap the week before too. The receivers look pretty good though, like Randall and Nix and Cruz. It's like, yeah, that Cruz guy is a freaking beast, <laughs> man. I'm trying to trade for that him. That guy man. is a beast. He is good. He's one of those guys where you're like, I want him on my team. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we could trade him straight up for Decker. <laughs> Would you guys take like, Decker for? Hey, Decker. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Even if you package Peyton Manning in there, they still would be laughing so loud. Decker, you That'd be rough. All right. It's time to get into our number ones. Can we all shout our number ones at the same time and see if they're the exact same? I did, I left mine out. I know you guys are going to pick. I, I didn't pick. No, you're, mine's definitely going to be different from yours. Oh, okay. Go well, for it. Never mind. Go right. for it. You Jeff, go. Jeff, who you got? <laughs> I got one, Thomas Brady Bunchen. And who? <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Brady Bunchen. Bunchen. And really, Giselle is not that hot. No. Is she? She was in Bridget Moynihan. Prada, by the Bridget way. Moynihan was way freaking hotter. Really? Giselle. Oh, yeah. She was in the Coyote she, Ugly. I Robot. Where is that? And yeah, I oh, wait, Robot. Is that Bridget Moynihan? Yeah, I believe that's her. She's good. She's Love also that. in. Or, uh, Giselle was in Devil Wears Prada recently. Never saw it. Oh man, that's this a good is one. this is Tom Beatty <laughs> is the man who had two kids born literally at the same time <laughs> from two different women. It's just slanging that D. Man. Yes, he's the quarterback. <laughs> well, well, and while well, you know, he's I, the Sean Kemp of the NFL. Sean Kemp, yeah, <laughs> and it's like he got quite literally no heat for that. He's like everyone was he's like, the Travis "Hey, Henry. man, yeah, hey, 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 yeah." He's the Travis. He's Henry Travis Henry, Henry basically. Yes, and and it's like, and you see that, and then he has got his. His wife, uh, complaining about Wes Wilker dropping a pass, like caught on camera, like blaming him for the loss, you know. It's like, no, now Wes Wilker's our guy. You leave your, you stop talking about Wilker there. So and now, so you hate him because of his wife? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate him because I always felt he benefited erroneously. From his that first title they run was basically all their defense, all right? And then he led the drive back to do the field goal to beat the St. Louis Rams in that Super Bowl. But that was more an example of the St. Louis Rams colossally failing. And, that's that, and there's no way that Patriots team was ready. And he has benefited from winning three very close Super Bowls in a league that is really, <laughs> really – Different from when John Elway won Super Bowls. Three Super Bowls, man. He is, it's just like each of those Super Bowls <laughs> it's is like three Super Bowls. What are you, what are you That's doing? That's why you don't like him because he won three Super Bowls. <laughs> I don't like him because he's, he wears Uggs. He's better looking than me. And, no, I don't. I don't. It's just, it's just more mostly because I just he has never stylish liked. haircuts all Wait, the time. What's the problem with the Uggs? You've mentioned this a lot. I would actually like to try them on because I bet they're damn kidding, comfortable. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I bet these things they are comfortable. Are awesome. Just because chicks like them I doesn't like them mean too, they're yeah. not awesome. Have you ever watched Jesse Stone movies? Don't Jesse know Stone. what that is. Jesse it's, Stone, uh, Tom, Selleck. Tom Selleck. Oh, they're Ooh. like made for TV. No, I haven't. Detective movies. You like Tom Selleck? Je- and Tom Selleck mustache was like a push broom. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> And uh he wears Uggs in that. I've, I've seen them all. They're fantastic. Mm. My number one is Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom Thomas Brady. Brady. Th- Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady. All right, Ross, who you got? Number one. Um, this guy oh. is scum. Oh. He is. And not even, it's not even like my opinion, man. EJ Manuel? This is the biggest scumbag on the planet. A guy who Kirk Cousins? doesn't deserve... It makes me sick just thinking about this guy still even playing in the league. It's, it's Michael Vick. Oh. I hate this guy. And I always go back and forth on him because I'm like, you know what? The guy's skilled. He's talented. He did his. He paid his dues to society. 
We should not hold it against him. We should, but then I think about him electrocuting dogs and that is just like the lowest, low, scummiest scumbag. I, I love dogs, man. And I love cats. Do you own a dog? I don't own a dog. Do you own a cat? I got a cat. Okay. Colorado sports cat. So a cat guy that loves dogs. Uh, not a, just because I like cats doesn't mean I'm a cat guy. I like dogs too. Cat it's guy. only dog people that are so freaking <laughs> like like insecure that they can have to like love dogs and hate cats. Says a Colorado cat guy. <laughs> Colorado cat guy. But Michael Vick. Ugh. I'm a cat guy. So that's disgusting, man. Yeah. I hate him worse than OJ. Really? Yeah, it's way more, it's way more. You're off team people? It's way, you know what? At least I know that most people are probably half bad, but dogs, no, dogs are all good. Yeah, dogs are pretty good unless they're attacking you and ripping your throat apart, but that but only you happens. Trained sometimes. them to do and then yeah. killed them when they weren't. As, yeah, that is I bad. hate Michael Vick. I, he'll get his comeuppance. Yeah. Are you saying he's going to go? Against the Chiefs. <laughs> go Chiefs! Go Chiefs! <laughs> oh, man. Derek Johnson, break his legs. Uh, my number one, the easy one, I mean, it's the guy that should have been number one on all of our lists. Yeah. It's Phil Rivers, yeah, baby. Yeah. Come on, Phil yeah, Rivers. Yeah. The only reason why I left him off is because I knew one of you guys would bring him up. I left uh, him off because I thought um, Ross would definitely have him number my one. Re- I actually wrote him down here, and I left a couple guys off. Philip Rivers, because of his stupid head. He's just a stupid head guy. A My, stupid, stupid, dumb bastard. The one sentence that I wrote him. for him was just, uh, all around loser. That's what I had. <laughs> from top to bottom, loser. <laughs> just everything he does, loser. And, and by the way, he's playing pretty good this year. I don't, I still don't understand how he throws a damn football. Uh, I, I still don't get how it like goes this. anywhere. <laughs> I, I, a, it's like, was he a shot putter? It's more like this. <laughs> He's got the Steffi Graf, the Monica Sellis. I mean, Steffi Graf is out. He is a, he is a, just a, oh, I do hate that guy. Yeah. And it's really started when Cutler was here and then those two were yelling at each other on the field on that Monday night game. And yeah. I, I was talking to somebody about this topic today and they were like, well, you gotta have Jay Cutler on there. And uh, for some reason, I can't hate him. I don't hate Cutler. He's got that hang dog look. I kind of like Cutler. He's got too much hate. I kind of root for him. <laughs> I kind of root for him. It's a sad thing to admit, but I kind of like Jay Cutler, a, a, mainly because of the jaycutlersmoking.com pictures uh, where good. they just put the cigarette dangling out. I like him because he just doesn't seem to care what people think. I always kind of like him, too, because he has diabetes, but he drinks a lot of Jack and Coke. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> about Jack and liver. diets. <laughs> yeah, don't you like yeah. that? Yeah, Jack I mean, and diets. I don't know if they're diets, but they're Jack and Cokes for sure. This is just, my, uh, i got some friends who work at uh, CBS4 in the production side, and they used to have to do that Jay Cutler show you know, after the Bronco, or I think it was on Monday nights. And uh, they said Cutler would come in, and he was just like a, a 10-year-old. You know, he had like no maturity whatsoever. And yeah. he was like, like they looked at him. You just look at Jay Cutler and you think, how is this man functioning as an adult? Cause you just have no concept of how he's doing it. I have no hate for him just because I, I look at his face and I think there's a man who's like got that, uh, what's that dog? He looks like a basset hound. You know, he's like, how could you hate a basset hound? He's got the he's jowls, like, kind of. It's like a basset, ha- ba- basset hound with product in his hair. Yes. He's <laughs> got the Bama bangs going. Bama, yeah. with, his, with his big ears spiked up in the front. Yes. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't mind Jay Cutler. He's got that poor losers mentality from Vanderbilt, just built into his DNA. Because we do know that the reason why Cutler had a falling out was because of McDaniel's, right? I mean, yeah, he'd I mean, still be here if it wasn't for uh, old uh, Quack Daniels. So hey, another reason to thank McDaniel's because uh, I'd rather have uh, Peyton, but Cutler's looking pretty, pretty good. I mean, yeah, he's good for three touchdowns, two interceptions every game. It's just who he is. And uh, Brandon Marshall. Yeah, B Marsh, old B Marsh. All right, boys, that's the old top five list. We're going to get into a little pop culture stuff and what we sum like to up. call... Let's just sum it up. Jeff's Screw you, Michael Vick, you disgusting pig. And Rivers, I hope you don't throw as well anymore. I think that would be it. We'll take a short one. We're going to come back with Jeff's segment. We want to thank you guys for continuing to support the Colorado Sports Guys podcast by going to coloradosportsguys.com and clicking the Amazon or at the top Amazon banner at the top of the page each time you do your normal shopping. If you continue to do that, go to coloradosportsguys.com, click that banner at the top of the page. Before you do your normal shopping, you will be supporting this podcast. You can buy every anything you want there from ankle socks to fake pee to pass your marijuana test. So go to collarsportsguys.com and click that Amazon banner. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome to Jeff's segment, as christened. Um, first off, before we get into anything else, as I promised on Twitter, we will be in, we are announcing right now what the prizes are well for the Gamblers on the Storm contest that we are running. The brief recap: you are to uh, tweet to at Colorado Sports Guys or C O L O Sports Guys. Pardon me. Um, who you think will win our Gamblers on the Storm? Uh, podcast, uh, pick them, uh, at the end of the year. And you were supposed to include in there what you think the Broncos point total will be that they, their offense will score this year. 700. <laughs> you, you are not eligible. Oh. Um, I, and. I'll win. <laughs> yeah. Don't bet on Nate. <laughs> um. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> like how you clowns think that you're going to win because of two weeks of football. Well, you know, it's a, you have an in, we have pretty much in the NFL it's an insurmountable lead after two weeks. That's a clown That's statement, bro. <laughs> what are the prizes? <laughs> the prizes are as thus. Grand, by the way, are people people can't um, enter anymore? Okay, people cannot enter anymore as of September twenty third. That is the last day you well, can wait, submit an entry today. Eighteenth. Oh, so people still can enter. Yes. Yeah, you can either tweet us like Jeff said at Collo Sports Guys, or write us to our uh, Facebook page. Or write on Colorado our Facebook. Sports Guys. You can send an email, right? Email if you want. Sure. Figure email that out. If you want. Show at ColoradoSportsGuys.com. There you go. Show at ColoradoSportsGuys.com. Which is the email account I manage, so there might be a few coming in. I'll just let you guys know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he's gloss this, flirting. This is gloss flirting. <laughs> <laughs> Teve Torbs. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is the, what's, what the grand prize will be. It will be a signed football from a Denver Broncos player. 
a Denver Broncos player. You're thinking, well, it's kind of general, Jeff. A current a Denver Broncos cu- player. And this isn't me going back in time and, you know, and, and finding someone. This is literally a current Bronco on the roster, a Bronco that will likely be a very beloved Bronco. So there will be a signed football for the winner of the contest from a Broncos player. I will uh, let everyone know who that Bronco will be shortly. And when the, by shortly, I mean within the next few weeks. It's um, a current player. It is a current player. Current starter. Uh-huh. Current starter. Plays either offense or defense. He plays, uh, his name <laughs> rhymes with... <laughs> Just kidding. It's not, it's not Brent Colquitt. <laughs> there is a secondary <laughs> part. There is a part two of this. Uh, the person who gets in town... This person, you have to be, you're only eligible if you are in town for this. The, the in town, uh, submission that is closest in point total to the actual Broncos points will win a dinner for two to the Denver Chop House. Ooh. That's a swanky place. Yes. I need a free dinner. I've actually never uh, been there. It's too rich for my blood. Ooh. <laughs> you do. I, I, I wish we could go. Um, <laughs> I wish we could in. win this ourselves. Um, and you will win that. That is a secondary prize. actually a, uh, uh, a gift certificate for dinner for six or for five. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. You have to bring us three. You have to. You have so. to. We come along as, as, have to pay for us. as guests. <laughs> actually, I, I, I lied. I have been there before. It's very good. There's a very good lobster roll uh, there. I used to go there. We went there for a few birthday dinners uh, here and there throughout the years when I lived downtown. And when I lived downtown, that was a key spot for breakfast. They have an amazing breakfast there. They do. Yeah. They do. Great Bloody Marys and mimosas as well. Well, let's face it. It's fantastic food. booze. There's nothing better than morning (laughs) morning booze. On a Saturday morning (laughs) from a late Friday night. (sighs) It is is great. It's great food and a dinner for two at... The Denver Chop House. That is the secondary prize. You will win that if you are in town and you get the closest. You are the person who's closest to the actual Broncos point total at the end of the year. And they both have to pick the winner, right? Yeah. I mean, well, no. Well, yeah. It's, it, the, the, the secondary one, you know, we got the winner, but, you know. Because we're assuming there's going to be a tie or something? Well, the tiebreaker was the point total for the oh. thing. So, and this is, this is the, this is the kind of the, Coup it's de the gras. rules, man. It's, it's the rules. The two, it all makes coup de perfect gras. sense. Yeah, we got it. So we'll work it out. Anyway, that's that's where we got signed Broncos football. Signed Broncos football. Dinner for two at the chop. Dinner for two. I mean, listen. Any other podcast going to give you this? Any other podcast nah. going to get you this? No one. You'd be lucky to find a radio show slinging out this slot. Yeah. <laughs> so we take care of you. Just remember that. <laughs> It's like a bracket of favors or something like that. Yeah. You know what? We do take care of. <laughs> we take care of you people because we love you. And we're, and yeah, we do love you. We also got him a free Kenneth Reed shirt a couple weeks back. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Darn two. And the Mozgov <laughs> Melissa. The prizes are getting better. Yes. Yeah. We and you know what? We gave out two Denver Bronco tickets last season. Yeah. We yes, we did. To that Mozgov Melissa yeah. shirts to Kenneth Reed shirt. Broncos game tickets, Broncos football now, dinner at the Chop House. Oh, man, there's going to be more stuff, too. We'll get more stuff. That's too. how we do. That's how we do. All right, Jeff. What do you got this week, so, man? What's Jeff's segment about? We are going to talk. Music makes the song go down. remember when that song was playing? That was awesome. It is. I love that song. We are going to be talking about something that we've been really itching to talk about for several weeks now, but we got to do it. we got to do it. We're going to be talking about... Breaking 
bad. Oh, dude. Ooh. If you haven't caught up, this is the point where you might want to turn it you, off. If you have not seen or seen the show, the last episode, or are you not even caught up to this season, do not pay attention to this segment. I talk Unless to people to. who, yeah, I would just turn it off. That'll do it for the show. See you guys next week. Hey. Hey. Now yeah. let the adults talk. We'll yeah. see you Thursday for Gamblers on the Storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I talk to people about Breaking Bad all the time. It's one yeah. of my, it's my, you know, I, I love this show, right? Everybody cooler. loves it. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's not a water cooler show. Well, <laughs> I'll take my point well, back then. <laughs> it is, but here's the problem. You, there, I've never seen so much respect given to a show before when it comes to spoiling something than I've seen with this show because everybody DVRs things. Everybody, uh, not everybody can watch it on, like for me, for instance, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I don't have cable. Ooh. Oh my God. So I actually go and I buy it from Amazon. We need and, a slide whistle for every time you say that. <laughs> I don't have, have cable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we, we do have a slide whistle. We do need that. But like I, I'd go to Amazon, right? And this is, yep. you know, I, and I, and I subscribe to the season pass and I get to download it every Monday. Yep. And, and I never have people, people always say, before they start talking about it, have you guys caught up? Are you guys caught up? Okay. Yeah. No, no. All right. Can you just leave the room for 20 minutes <laughs> while us over here, we talk about it? And you're so lucky you haven't caught up yet because you get to see it again for the first time. And, and I see people who don't watch Breaking Bad who have never seen it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like simultaneously disappointed in you and also jealous because you can start from the beginning and watch this magnificent show. And it's talked about a lot. Yeah. I think there's only been one season. But it's worth it. It's worth oh, it's it. It's absolutely it, it's, worth it's it. It's deserving yeah. of the accolades. I think there was only one or maybe two seasons that I, I, I watched them on net. No, I think I watched the first three seasons on Netflix. I was just getting the discs, you know, and it was like you'd get four episodes per disc or something. So then I'd be like jonesing until that next one got there. But I had to, whatever. And then I watched the last, I guess, what, two seasons or whatever it is now. Like I've watched them live. So I've had to sweat out the week to week crap, which is awful nowadays. <laughs> Ugh. But I it never, is, it is nice to have, like you were saying, like the talk now, it's like etiquette to be, to ask the question, are you caught up? But that's never happened before. It's a, that's a futuristic. Well, we're living in the future, baby. Yeah. It really is, it Woo! really is. Future! It's become, yeah. what the, and, and this is really hooked to like Netflix and as you were saying Amazon. The, the, Ability to watch everything at once, you know, binge, binge watch, which is what our culture is really about is binge watching. Everyone does binge that thing. Drinking. And that's why all the good stuff. Tele- that's why movies have declined and television shows have come up. Well, also the budgets are so much better on yeah. TV, but we have to talk about the funniest aspect. Well, it was funny to me. I don't know if it was to Jeff, but Jeff, explain to Ross what happened via text message when we were talking about this latest episode. Of oh yeah, I, I completely made an ass of myself. I um, well, this is good. This is a. It would have been an interesting. <laughs> it would. It would have. It would have been an interesting thing. I. I was like, oh, it's the last episode. <laughs> I just assumed it was they were ending the episode right there. Yeah. I thought it was the last episode. I wonder uh, if I still have it. And I'm like, or... that's. But I was thinking on the back of my head. Okay, they left so many things. Uh, so many things unanswered. But you know, that's pretty logical for this show. So yeah, it's that's. They ended yeah. it on a cliffhanger. They ended it on a cliffhanger like the surprise. Jesse is yeah, like just a, forever <laughs> enslaved. Yeah, like Jeff had text, Jeff texted me and he was like, you yeah, know, that was, you know, pretty 
much how I imagined the season maybe ending. Maybe that was a good ending. And I go, dude, there's two episodes left. episodes left. He's like, what? You forgot about the beginning of last season, right? Yes. Where he's got, he's arming himself. Yeah. And apparently he's going to fight the neo-Nazis, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what, why though now? He seemed, he seemed super content with $11 million and his life. You think he's going to change his mind now that he like is away from the situation and has time to think about it? No, he wants that money. You, you know that song that was playing when he was rolling his barrel across the desert and it was like, me and my baby or whatever that song was. It's like a love song about the guy and his the love of his life. And he, meanwhile, he's rolling his barrel of money. Like he loves the he, money more than his family now. Absolutely, he's all. <laughs> you know, they they made him like he was a little sympathetic. You know, you all, we hope for the best for him, or at least I did until this episode, right? Even he was talking about Jesse Pinkman in a way just two episodes ago about we don't kill him, we bring him in. Yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't Skyler telling him or no, no, it was, uh, who's telling him to kill Jesse? It was Skyler uh, was Skyler and also, uh, Sal the Saul lawyer? was Sal. Saul. Better call Schwab. Sal. <laughs> better call yeah, Sal. Yeah, you better call Sal over there. You'll repair that your tires. That doesn't rhyme. Does he have a U in there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> but like, and he was the one defending and then he turned on him like that, right? Yeah. I mean, that was crazy and, they, they, Poor Jesse. Uh, it was the moment where Walter White was like becoming human. He was trying to save Hank. You know what I mean? And then Hank gets killed, and then he's like points out where Jesse is, and it's like, Jesus, oh, man, it was hard. But you could dude. see the the gears turning in his head. This is what I love about the Brian Cranston, is that the way he portrays Walter White, you could see the the gears turning. It's like this is how I move, position myself over here. So he basically see what happens with Hank happens, and then he sacrifices Jesse in a way. We don't know why necessarily this is happening yet, because it's kind of like what happened with his family at the end, where you're like, "Dude, that was insane!" Or you like that knife fight, man? Oh man, oh, that's crazy. I was listening to I cheated a little bit and listened to Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal were talking about this is actually Sal. That's, yeah, that's, that's Sal. Sal. Yeah. It's better call Sal for so that. They're yeah. taking a, they're talking about Breaking Bad and Simmons had mentioned that one of his buddies' wives said, "Well, Hank knew what he was doing when he was on the phone with the police. He knew that, or when he was on the phone with Skyler, he knew the police were there." So he was basically getting her off the hook, saying it you was mean, all Walt me. Walt knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Walt. Yeah, yeah. Like Walt knew that Skyler was with the police, and he was like saying that stuff to her to get her off the hook with the police. And yes. I didn't see that at all. Yes, absolutely. Because Walt was. You guys like, both saw that as yeah. it was happening, yeah. 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 especially when you saw that he was right outside of the fire station. <laughs> yeah, and also you saw him because he was like crying while he was being like. Ah. Don't I gotta cross me. This. Remember, he was like holding the phone away because he was tearing up. I'm gonna have to rewatch it. He was absolutely. He knew the police were there mm-hmm. without question. But I was trying to think. Like, uh, so he knows that. Would the Nazi guys really wouldn't have thought to look under the car for Jesse Pinkman? They were. I mean, well, like, they it's like are, look under the bed in the room, right? They are have pre- been presented as not the brightest guys. <laughs> Never. They I can, mean, they get you done. Let's not get them wrong. Yeah, this I mean, is what we can, learned about the cops in Albuquerque. They Let's can say. flawlessly execute <laughs> prison murders, but looking under a car, not so much. So well, what do you guys think is the reason, though, that he's going to come back now? Ross, you said money. His money, dude. I thought there would be something in him that would want to rescue Jesse, but now I don't know. Now I'm like, it's like it doesn't seem like the Nazis have motivation to go after his family. 
And that was a weird thing. The Nazis gave him eleven million dollars. Yeah, that was weird. I would have figured they would have killed Walt. I think it's I, they did throw in that line about his nephew. You know, I, the, the, I think the Nazis gave him that money because they're not as smart as him. And it really, when truly, this the entire series is about Walter White being smarter than everyone else. But, but if they don't give him the money, doesn't but that's that a, give that, him the motivation to go after him? Yeah, but that's the thing. That's they didn't give him enough. What we're talking about motivations, he sees Hank, Hank get killed, essentially, and then he adapts like that. The whole thing is about how he adapts to every situation. You saw what he lost, basically lost control of his family after she, after Skylar told his son about what was, you know, what was happening about Hank. And after that, in that moment, he attacks her. Takes the baby, goes on the lamb, kidnaps the baby, goes on the lamb. From that moment on, it looks like he planned absolutely every single move. You think he took the baby to set up? Yes. I and mean, that was an obvious move of, mm-hmm. I can use this to draw the police to her, yep. and then I can draw them away from I don't her. know about that. Yeah. I really don't know about that, because I think, like, if you look at the beginning of this episode this week, and they showed Walt the first time they were out cooking out in the desert, and they showed him reciting that lie, right? He was practicing the lie before he called him, called her. Right, and that showed, that showed a couple of things. It was like, okay, this is Walt is just a liar, right? Mm-hmm. It also showed when things were good in their family. Still, before she knew, everybody knew he had cancer. Before he went down this path, and so there was a good juxtaposition of what he, where he came from, to what he had become, and it showed that moment where he turned into a liar. So, and as and as far as Walt being like smarter than everybody else. I think, I don't think he, I think a lot of it has been luck and him just lying on the fly. And he thinks he's smarter, but in that moment at the end, it was his true self that came out when he took, gave him over Jesse, I think. I think this is when he became truly a bastard, especially Jesse. I mean, he would have been happy if they killed Jesse right there. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It was like, wow. And then he told Jesse about the girlfriend thing. And what about Hank's last what line? What was that about, man? Yeah, just to try to rub in I the salt in the Jay wound. die. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I could have saved her, but I you could be You could be smart and not redeemable. That show was you know, and Because like, I was watching this Well, and this is the thing. The season, they've been wrapping it, ratcheting up the tension so much. <laughs> you're like, I mean, at one point during this last episode, I, my eye was twitching, and I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of cringing from the television. And I don't do that that often when I'm watching something. But I was it's actually like almost physically. Like a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. I didn't think that he was going to rat Jesse out. I thought he was going to just, you know. Him and Jesse were gonna have to get back on together. I and... thought that uh, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was hoping, you know what? And and you know, when you think about Vince Gilligan and the writers of that show, they probably were like, you know, we could do that. We could make Walt and Jesse team up again one more time to whatever. And then, but that would be kind of a cop out, right? Yeah. It'd be one of those things where I'd be like, oh, here we go. Here's where the show turns to shit. But they have continually surprised me. They have continually done outdone themselves. It's funny as we're talking now, we're trying to predict what's going to happen. It's unpredictable. And we're never, we'll we have never no idea. Know. You know, I've kind of started to think for some reason that, like, he mentioned to Jesse that I gave Brock the right amount of ryacin that I knew wouldn't kill him, you know, and that stuff. So he went back and got the ryacin. I've been thinking that he's going to eventually take the ryacin himself to just end it because That's he's going right. to be in some crazy situation. Yeah, what? Yeah. I don't know. You know, my brother pointed this out. That's a good point. 
That was the beginning of the first episode, right? Yeah. yeah. My, you know, my brother pointed this out. He's got it he for says, some reason. He said, he said that the, the, the line, the only time he, you know, my brother watches this with me religiously and he says, the line about the ricin bothered him because he said, in reality, any amount of ricin is going to kill you. And he said that just seemed like such a, he said that's the only time in the history of watching Breaking Bad where that seemed kind of like a hackneyed line. Oh. And that, that's, that's more than anything, because really, you, you really pointed out, but you know, who, how many people but, know if Ryson's gonna, you but know. But maybe well, he was saying that to yes. try to trick just Jesse. Because, yeah, 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 Jesse wouldn't have known that. And that's true. And there's a lot of different does levels your, to this. Does your brother thing. happen to be a blocker? <laughs> no, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Any amount of Ryson would kill you. No, in, no, in fact, in fact, I'm, I'm the, I'm the scientist. <laughs> My, my, I'm the only blogger in my family and my dad came from a newspaper thing. So me doing what I'm doing, like, is offensive to him. <laughs> You're the one who put him out of business. I know. <laughs> Shunned by his own dad. So, but anyway, you yeah. So much, how to write. You have so much in common with Walter Jr. <laughs> Where'd you learn how to write? Oh, can we talk about Walter Jr.? Walter Jr., yeah. He's always been kind of a, uh, he's been a character in the show, but he's not in every episode. He's a periphery character. And and, and he he always plays, but great acting coming Mm -hmm. from that kid last episode. Is he, like, is he in real life handicapped? Yeah, he's, yeah, it's, uh, Cerebral, Cerebral palsy. palsy. Okay, because I've never looked Cerebr- it up before, so I'm like, is he acting or is he really? Yeah, he's got palsy? he's got the palsies. Okay, he's good. Yeah, because uh, they say on the street. Yeah, because he did. <laughs> I mean, palsy. he did uh, was forced into action when he saw his mom and dad fighting. Right? I mean, he jumps on Walt and gives him the old uh, UFC style takedown and rear naked choke. <laughs> and then he's the one that called the police. He's the only truly innocent person, right, in the whole show. We yeah. are except a for maybe, family, except for maybe Hank's, uh, yeah, Hank's wife. Yeah, that knife cut that Walt suffered—that's going to be hurting for a few weeks. Mm. Oh man, oof, yeah. Now, now, him taking the baby could be a lot of different things. You know, him taking the baby could be a spite thing for Skyler. It could be he planned it so he could get the cops there. <laughs> Yeah, you know, have them around for a, like an Amber Alert thing, or you know, there could be so many different reasons why he took the kid. I don't think it matters. I don't. I think I really, in the honestly, I think it was a heat of the moment, ancillary kind of thing. I think the kid, him taking the kid at that moment, was just an extra emotional kick. Do you guys in think the, the next episode may kick off with him like at that diner when he had his birthday dinner? You know, with the longer hair and the fake ID and all that stuff, and mm. he's like fifty three or whatever it was. I don't know. I don't like, know. I wonder I mean, how far forward because there's only two episodes left. How far are they going to jump forward now? They might go back in time again, like they did at the beginning of this one. Yeah, you know what I mean, you Which know, they said so they shot that. Brilliant, man. They shot that scene this season. They just did a lot of makeup and stuff. Did they make, really? Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I heard them talking about that. That was pretty cool. I was like, huh, that's interesting because I didn't know. Yeah, I was like. I don't, this definitely wasn't a scene, but I wonder if they like filmed some stuff back then to use maybe later I on. I figured they used old footage that they didn't include in the original show. Off the cutting room floor, as they say? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. A lot of makeup and they just filmed it now. Man, I love that Breaking Bad. That's a great show. And you know, television in general has improved a lot as far, because you, as you were saying, Nate, you know, budgets have increased quite a bit. You know, maybe not necessarily network television, but you know, I wanted to point this out because I was thinking about this day when I was I was talking about what we're going to talk about here tonight with Breaking Bad, and I'm finding that I appreciate more 
the uh, when I space it out a little because you know I I had to catch up. I didn't start watching from like the beginning, so I had to I had to you know go into uh, Netflix and just you know do some binge watching. That's how I'm watching but Homeland season two right now. I found oh, that so I found binge that when I didn't binge it. when I kind of took breaks, I appreciated the story the the, the the show more because the more I was watching it, you know, the more you become, if you're engrossed in it, you still kind of, if you watch one right after the other, you get desensitized. There's something about building tension over a and week. Also not, well, oh yeah, but I would say watching with commercials has to ruin, would ruin it for me. Oh, I watch off DVR. Like yeah. I DVR it and then I just blast through the commercials. That's the best. And, and luckily can, there's... There's usually been uh, some good Sunday night TV on too to distract me. Sunday football. night football. Football. Yeah. Well, did you see Orange is the new? What was it? Orange, Orange is, is the, the new, new black. black. Great show. I uh, I thought it was good. Thought it was well acted. I did not enjoy watching it. It was I got a into uncomfortable it. show for me. <laughs> it was topics that are not. I'm never going to encounter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 are you going to cook meth at some point? Maybe. <laughs> you know. Don't know. Maybe. I just I couldn't. <laughs> It's a, you know, I, I I didn't like it. I just found out over the weekend watching the Canelo Mayweather fight with my dad that my dad watches Ray Donovan, which I also watch, but I'm like five episodes behind on or something. Oh, I won't be able to watch that for another year and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been watching, uh, you know, creatively on the internet. Most shows I watch, I don't watch until they were already canceled. <laughs> Breaking Bad was an exception. I think I still had cable when that show was still on. I, Ro- I, I Ross, has, Ross just found out movie. about uh, Quantum Leap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. We won't get into this show, but do you guys watch Boardwalk Empire, which just started I am back at, up? I'm about three quarters through the first season. I have season. not watched a the single first episode. season. Yeah, oh, I got wow. it on Amazon for uh, $9.99, Amazon Instant. Jeff, I you're have, now an yeah. Amazon Instant guy. Yeah, yeah. You got I should do that. Check it out. Click, Click that banner yeah. before you buy it. Click that banner. What do you guys video. think about this uh, Better Call Saul TV show? The spinoff? It's going to be... I thought a lot so of was... what, let me, let me tell you this. A lot of what Breaking Bad is fantastic writing. It really is, but. It's Vince a, Gilligan, the guy's. It's just really Vince good. Is doing but this a one lot too? of it is Brian Cranston. Oh yeah. And how fantastic he has been as Walter White. And can you replicate that sort of, maybe not even replicate, can you get a show that is as impactful without Brian Cranston? I would assume that with Better Call Saul, it's going to have a completely different tone. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, I would assume, more something along the lines of like, I don't know, Portlandia or something like that. He didn't really. I mean, s- Portlandia is more like a sketch-ish type show, but yeah. you know, maybe Louis C.K.'s show, something like that. Yeah. Um, I would assume it's not going to be. It's like, not going to be as go relentless like, as, as Breaking. Yeah, Bad, I so. mean, Breaking Bad. It is relentless. That's a good way to put it. I mean, it just. What I, I had in a, I had a theory, cause when I first heard about the Better Call Saul, I thought that is outrageous. That's stupid. And Vince Gilligan and those guys would never actually do that. It's so cheesy. Mm-hmm. And then I started to think, oh, you know what? I bet you that it's some sort of diversionary tactic to make you, to make people think they're not going to kill off Saul or something like that. Or I, I didn't know. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was like, because a lot of people are asking Vince Gilligan now, what are you going to do next? Right. What are you going to do next? After Breaking Bad, how can you possibly top this? So I thought they just kind of floated out this like bogus plan to do a Better Call Saul spinoff show. Yeah. And, and then it turns out they actually did like 
sign a deal with AMC or something. So yeah. I'm guessing Saul might be kind of out of the show from here on out, or at least not playing a big part. Also kind of want to know if it's going to be like Saul before Walter White or Saul after, because oh, Walter White seemed like he was the biggest client that Saul ran across. You know, it didn't seem like he dealt with anything as crazy as Walter White before he came along. That is so interesting. So will it be What if it was before? Yeah, if it's before, it'll be... That would be interesting. But, you know, are we going to see him in the courtroom? (laughs) Are we going to see him talking with other lawyers about making deals and stuff? That would be kind of cool. Maybe it's about when he was called Sal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My life before Saul. (laughs) But then also you wonder with that show... um, he was good in small doses on Breaking Bad, but he was kind of annoying, you know, when he had bigger parts. So I'm like, I don't know if I'll be interested or not. I'll watch it. It's, if it's I'll Vince Gilligan, it sure. if it's Vince Gilligan, I'm in. Come on, I'm a huge X Files fan. Uh, Seems well, like Breaking Bad is far better than X Files. I, I think there's. I, I love X Files. I think they're pretty close to each other. I think it's better. I think Breaking Bad is better. The, the thing about X Files was. You know, maybe, maybe, um, David Duchovny was perfect for that because he is a, um, what'd you describe as a wooden actor? He's awesome. But. Californication. <laughs> California. But, but. Love Fox Mulder. You know, it, it's an example of a show that went on too long. But at the same time, you know, writing. Even the years with T2 as the guy instead of Fox Mulder, they're <laughs> still good episodes. Listen to Peter Berg do a podcast recently. And he was talking about how Vince Gilligan wrote, like rewrote one of the scripts for whatever project that was. And then he didn't stick around because he was going to make breaking bad. And Peter Berg was like angry and left him some angry voicemail. Like, can't believe you're bailing on us and blah, blah, blah. And it was Peter Berg director, Peter Berg. He was in uh Aspen extreme I believe. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> Peter Berg? That one. Really? I heard oh, Aspen man. Extreme. Are you so, serious? Yeah, he directed uh, uh, Police Academy 7. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm going to look up Peter Berg's IMDb you know after this show. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, man. Karate <laughs> Kid 4 <laughs> and Police Academy 7. <laughs> You're going to be appalled at all the stuff that he's done. He, he, he directed Clifford 2. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they called that Dead Red... Or something, whatever. Uh, <laughs> something. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about my uh, base or uh, bowling league team mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Oh, he did Friday Night Lights. Oh, I've never seen that. Good lord! <laughs> and uh, that sounds like one of those uh, Fox shows. Chicago Hope Battleship Collateral. <laughs> Collateral was good. He's an actor in Collateral. Oh. <laughs> Directed Battleship. Battleship. Yeah, oh. Peter Berg is, uh. Some hits and misses. <laughs> Not so many hits. All right. Well, whatever. Let's get out of here, huh? We can. Pick yeah, let's this get up out of here. Week. Week. Yeah, we can. Gamble on Star Wars. That was your job, Timmons. Twimmons. Yeah. Well, I tried. Twimmons tried. All right, guys. We will see you guys Thursday for Gamblers on the Storm.